Are you reading the headlines? International threats, war in Israel, corruption here at home. When will it end? The trouble is, it might end in disaster. And when the future is unstable, access to food can be limited. You have to secure your own supply. Thanks to My Patriot Supply, you can. My Patriot Supply is the largest preparedness company in the country, and they're dropping the price of their top selling three month emergency food kit. Get a delicious variety of breakfast, lunches, dinners, and more for $200 off. These meals offer 2,000 calories every day. To prepare them, just add water and heat. They buy in bulk, then they pass the savings on to you. Visit preparewiththinkaboutit.com and save $200 on your food security. It's better than any kind of insurance you possibly have. Order by 3 p.m. for free, same-day shipping. Preparewiththinkaboutit.com Hi, Steve here. In this video, we're going to talk about the other heavenly creatures that God created. So. Let's talk about cherubim. The Bible lists 94 places the words cherub and cherubims is mentioned. Cherub means one, and cherubims just means more than one. It's plural. For whatever reason, cherubim are the most misrepresented creatures in the Word of God. Most people believe that cherubims and angels are basically the same thing, but they're not. The only thing that's the same is that they can both reside in the third heaven with God. The scriptures give us a very clear description of the differences, so it would be impossible to get them confused unless you were really trying to. The cherub is always associated with God's throne. Angels are not. When God told the people of Israel how to design the Ark of the Covenant, a type of God's throne, two cherubim were placed on either side of the mercy seat to give us a picture of God's throne in heaven. The real cherubim and throne are seen in Ezekiel chapters 1 and 10 and in Revelation chapter 4. The angel is referred to as a man. The cherub is referred to as a creature or a beast. Cherubim are called beasts because they possessed several animal-like attributes. Ezekiel chapter 1, 5 through 10 says, Also out of the midst came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They have the likeness of a man, and every one had four faces, and every one had four wings, and their feet were straight feet, and the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. And they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides, and all four have their faces and their wings. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went, they went everyone straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, they have four have the face of a man and the face of a lion and on the right side, and they had the face of an ox on the left side. They also had the face of an eagle. The cherub has four or six wings. Angels do not have wings at all. Revelation 4.8, and the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rested not day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. The cherubim have four faces, the face of a man, the face of a lion, the face of an ox, and the face of an eagle. Angels only have one face. 
Without a doubt, the description and qualities of these creatures are most strange and bizarre, but we can't just throw out the verse because we don't like it or understand it. So what can we do about it? Nothing. Just believe it and go on. The Bible talks about five cherubim, one of them that sinned. The prophet Ezekiel describes it in chapter 28, verses 14 through 17. The prophet John describes only four cherubim. You can find John's description all throughout Revelation. But it's interesting to note that John only mentions four cherubim. Angels and cherubim are not the same and never have been. The Bible makes it very clear the difference between the angel and the cherub. It's not inconceivable that cherubim have the ability to change their appearance. I believe the cherub has the ability to physically transform into one of its four representative faces, that of a winged ox, a lion, eagle, or man. The prophet Ezekiel says that they have four. They have the face of a man, a lion, an ox, and an eagle. That means that each of the four creatures has each of the four faces. The book of Revelation describes the four cherubic faces as being four separate individual creatures. You can read that in Revelation 4-7. The Bible shows that Satan is a fallen cherub and not a fallen angel. I suppose that may shock a lot of people's theology. Satan has the ability to transform himself into the appearance of an angel. The only difference between a true angel and the devil's counterfeit angelic appearance is that Satan's angel would have wings. If you compare Revelation 4, 7 and 8, you'll see that cherubim can appear as men with wings. And then 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen says, And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So based on the facts, I assume cherubim have the ability to transform their physical appearance. It may be that each cherub can only change into one of the four faces, or it could be that each cherub has the ability to change into any four of the faces. The Bible's not clear about that, but in the end, the theory of cherubic transformation remains pretty sound. Now let's talk about seraphim. The Bible doesn't talk very much about seraphim. The word only appears in two verses, Isaiah 6-2 and verse 6. Seraphim could be another word for cherubim. I really don't know. Isaiah 6, 1 through 3, doesn't provide enough distinction to say that they're completely different life forms. Now let's talk about the 24 elders. The 24 elders I only found in six verses in the book of Revelation. It's really not clear who or from or where these elders come from. Are they Old Testament saints, New Testament saints, or something completely different? The fact that they have crowns on their heads leads me to believe that there's, they're saints of some kind. If they are, why are there only 24 of them? The Bible doesn't say. You can read all about them mentioned in Revelation chapter 4, chapter 11, chapter 5, and chapter 19. And finally, I'll mention the Watchers. They're also known as the Holy Ones. These mysterious beings only appear in two books of the Bible. Jeremiah 4.16, Daniel 4.13, 17 and 23. King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream of these things coming down from heaven and they brought some sort of negative message and it was being declared against the enemies of God. Apparently watchers are used to relay the words of God. When God entrusts his word to the watchers, the words of God become known as the words, the word of the holy ones. Daniel 4.17. When you compare scripture with other scriptures, it's probably a safe bet to assume that washers are the angels of God in heaven. 
not fallen angels. They're referred to as holy ones and act as an extension of God himself by communicating God's words. Angels can also perform these types of tasks so we can conclude that watchers watch. Maybe they act as the eyes of God. It says in Proverbs 15.3, the eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the evil and the good. In our next study, part three, we'll talk about unclean spirits and how the Catholic Church is a part of some very dark, dark things. And I'll reveal to you the most astonishing part of the enemy of God that you've probably never thought about. Thanks for watching. Hi, Steve here. I just want to thank you. If you're one of my great subscribers, I just want to thank you so much for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, please subscribe to the channel. As soon as you do, you'll always be notified of the most recent videos that I do. If you haven't been to our website, it's thinkaboutit.online. Thanks again for subscribing to Think About It.